0: I've recently realized that there's a few people who listen to the podcast who do not like Godzilla (laughs) Battleline. Are we really going to talk about Godzilla Battleline? I feel like that's all the show is at the moment. There there have been a few episodes out there where we've briefly skimmed by. I don't think we've been brief. I think we need to do a deep dive intro into Godzilla Battleline. And where we're at currently. Before we do a deep dive, do you remember twenty twenty one, the birth of Podzilla? I pick up a little Godzilla mobile game, and I am absolutely mocked by my brother for playing it. That was Godzilla Defense Force. Similar game. No, entire entirely different game. <laughs> this is one hundred percent better game. Jasha. First off, Godzilla Battleline news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You, you saw that you saw the poll that we did, uh the poll that they did on Twitter a few weeks ago. Yeah. So everyone listening who isn't acutely aware and following Godzilla Battleline, if, if you don't know about Godzilla Battleline lore, download it, play a few rounds, catch up on the Twitter, then come back. It's <laughs> worth it. But they they did a poll. They do polls on their Twitter account for like, hey, which new monster would you like to have added into the game? Here are like twelve choices. Vote for your favorite. Mm. first off there were quite a few picks here i'm not going to say them all but which one did you vote for i voted for my boy varan i varan in a uh, mobile godzilla game <laughs> he's been in a few of these polls before and nobody picks him he actually came fifth place out of the out of the 11 this time yeah which was good um i'm proud of him i voted for my boy singular point anguirus you haven't even seen Singular Points. I don't know why you're voting for Singular Point Anguirus. There's like five Ghidoras in the game now, like ten Godzillas, and only one Anguirus. <laughs> There's, no There's no Varans. There's no Varans. True, true. Who who would win this poll but for Super Godzilla. <laughs> so this is Heisei Mechagodzilla. Who is Which is or- already in the game. Who is already in the game as a playable unit. And yet the winner who everyone voted to be in the game is super Godzilla, which is literally just Godzilla that's already in the game with the garuda on his back yeah as a new unit mm-hmm. over varan that's right over orga over anguirus over Atrigon, Over megalon over megalon who's not in the game over Kumonga, over oh my gosh okay theory mothra p fans do you, do you realize the state of the Godzilla fandom? If people are voting for Super Mecha Godzilla <laughs> to be in the game, just another Mecha Godzilla, there's already all the others over over so many cool, unique choices. We need P fans to rise up, download Godzilla Battleline, and that's make right, some right. informed voting decisions. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, I, I literally can't believe it. And who came second in that poll? Like another Godzilla? Yeah, Godzilla from Millennium with the purple spines. We literally have every <sighs> Godzilla from every movie already in the game. It's sad, Megalon's, it's not sad, in the game. Megalon's not in the game. Megalon's not in the game. Varan's not in the game. Well, my Varan heads out there, you'll feel my pain with me. The Atragon wasn't in the game. It is now. <laughs> not as a playable unit, but as a studio set decoration. Apparently, most of the Japanese fandom... Is just super excited about Heisei. Mm. So they they see their sights on a Heisei figure. Feel like that has to be in the game. Even though it's already a Godzilla that we've already seen. Um, the thing I really wanted to talk about. Was the new Shadow Drop Battle 9 unit release. A few days ago. The star of the new season. I okay. got Monster X. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I've, I've heard this name. Briefly mentioned in the wind passing by my house, yeah, on a Friday night, uh, yeah. Monster X, Monster X. I only just realised that that is Millenniums. Is it Ghidorah? It's a Ghidorah. I cannot confirm nor deny. Kaiser Ghidorah. I cannot confirm. Jason, who is Kaiser Ghidorah? Or deny who or what Monster X is. Until we get to Godzilla Final Wars, which is a while away. The end of the Millennium Series. This thing looked so out of place to me. Yeah. I'm literally looking at pictures of it right now. Who is this Kaiser Ghidorah? I don't know, bro. I cannot confirm nor deny who Kaiser Ghidorah is. Um, and I just wanted to ask as well, who are you currently missing in Godzilla Battleline? Dream Battleline unit? Because we both have nearly every single unit. Ah, oh, you mean like who... Yeah. First off, who is your dream unit? <laughs> I want little Godzilla in the game. Mm-hmm. That's my dream unit. He's not in the game yet. Good pick. Um, I'd pick Skeleturtle. Skeleturtle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's a good pick. Giant Condor would also be good. Giant Condor. Um, But for those who aren't aware, Godzilla Battleline is like a collectible... It's almost like a deck builder with it's, Godzilla it's like a, monsters. It's like a Gacha game, but... Saying that comes with some weird connotations. Like, it's not hard to get the characters. You do not need to pay to win. Yeah, but you the collect... Slightest. No, you don't. It's it's actually really good. You, like, collect characters. You use a whole lot of strategy, depending on who you have in your team. Um, The one character I need left is Monster vs. King Ghidorah. Mm. What about you? Monster. Th- and that was the event of last month. Yes. I got vs King Ghidorah. I can't believe it. I don't have Monster X yet, but I will get him in like 20 minutes if I log on to the app and use your battle pass which, which you bought. Pass because I bought because it was worth it and I like the cosmetics. <laughs> uh and I want to support the it's not te- a- I want to support the team jason <laughs> But okay? it's not a proper gacha game, guys. It's not <laughs> a proper gacha. You don't game. need a battle Uh but I need I need Ziton from the the new shin ultraman movie maybe a villain of ultraman's past (laughs) famous godzilla character zetong yeah all this to say yeah guys in a month's time in a cinema near us a two hour drive away we found a showing for shin ultraman (laughs) all this battle line talk to say hey we're probably seeing shin ultraman in theaters in two weeks guys can you see this anywhere else? Uh, I don't think you can in New Zealand. We could probably buy the Blu-ray from overseas if we really wanted to, or track it down. Or we could go watch it in the cinema knowing nothing about Ultraman. Yeah. Didn't you start watching Ultraman? I started watching Ultra Q, which is the predecessor. The, was predecessor before? Yeah. Yes. The predecessor for Ultraman that features all of Ultraman's enemies, but not Ultraman himself. Wait, what? Yeah. Get ready. Will we eventually have an Ultraman season or seasons? I cannot there's, confirm. This, not there's, not like 100, there's like a hundred there's like a hundred ultraman different media. I cannot confirm nor deny whether that whether or not that is in our planning <laughs> document uh, yeah. as of right now. And guys, I just want to let you all know we are not sponsored by Godzilla Battleline, but we pray every night that we someday will be. So if you've got any That's connections, please Please use Google Translate and message in Japanese the Twitter Battleline account. Yes. Hey, let the Podzilla Boys be ambassadors for your brand. Have the Podzilla Boys as units in the game. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? wrong wrong episode (laughs) jaysha that's that's next next episode (laughs) next one man um yeah hey hey guys hey listeners i I feel like you've botched this already jaysha this is the (laughs) penultimate episode of heisei this is what it's all been leading up to you need to come and roar okay wait hold on let let me redo that godzilla dies that's Why right. Why'd you put an R in Godzilla? <laughs> <No> Wait, <laughs> let me redo this. Let me redo this. I become death, destroyer of worlds. That's right, guys. It's Godzilla versus destroyer I wanna, I wanna preface this whole episode. I know that his name is destroyer 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 gojira versus destroyer that is because in japanese his name sounds more like destroyer for this whole episode i'm gonna call him destroyer because that's what i've always called him and on all of the wikis that is an alias of his and he's named after the oxygen destroyer and that's what they call him in the movie they say hey he's destroyer well yeah you're right yeah so i'm i'm not i'm not for this dis Destroy-a. I'm gonna stick with Destaroya. That's how I'm gonna say his name throughout the whole episode. And I'm gonna play it straight. Okay. The straight man. Yep. Yeah. So that's us guys. Godzilla versus Destoroya. It's gonna be a good episode. The last Godzilla Heisei movie. We just finished watching the DVD of this thing. We're still sitting on the couch. We're not in the studio. We thought, Hey, let's let's this is this is gonna be a big episode. We need to be comfy. Yeah. We'll probably be here for hours talking about this movie yeah um but before we get into things Mike, do we have any godzilla news i'm hungry oh we're doing this at the start <laughs> i'm hungry for some godzilla no way Jasha, there's a few things i've got a list here okay first off skull island yeah the, the kong the kong netflix show yeah animated show mm-hmm. just released this past week uh yes. what did you think of it I have not watched it. <laughs> Neither have I. I was thinking I, I was excited to watch it and I was seeing everyone's reactions in our Discord. Um heaps of people loving it, talking about the show. I was about to press play but I was like, you know what? Let's save it for the show. Hmm. You know, we'll be there in like a year or so. Yeah. Uh my biggest takeaways. Okay. 1, I cannot wait until we're caught up with Godzilla and then we can just watch these things as they come out. Yeah, it's going to be good. That's the dream. 2, I know that this might be spoilers if you haven't seen it, but I've heard that the ending of this sets up a season two. Is that true? That is true. Wow. Um, and three, there is apparently a new Kraken Kaiju. Yeah, I did see old Kraken. So we have a giant octopus and... Titan. Kraken. It's a Titan. It's a Titan. Yeah. The is MonsterVerse it, name for Kaiju. Is it canon to the MonsterVerse? I I, I assume so. I think it is. To be honest, I'm just stoked this thing's out because there was a period of time when like this thing was first announced and it feels like a year went past and we had nothing except mm-hmm. a footprint in the in the sand. And then it just spiraled down so fast. And then all of a sudden, yeah, trailer, and then it's coming out. So I'm I'm excited for it. Let us know. I'm um, jump into the Discord if you're not in it. Let us know. Email That's us nice. through. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll get to it someday, guys. We'll get to it someday. Um, next piece of news. You remember how a little while back they had, hey This is Megalon's 25th anniversary. They did a little bit of marketing around that. Yes. On Twitter. It's Godzilla versus Megalon, the movies. Yes. 50th anniversary this year? 50th? I want to say yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, Did I say 25th? I I don't know. I think it's just... It's the 50th anniversary. Cool stuff. But they also announced, hey, this is technically Jaguar's 50th anniversary as well. Yeah. So... Tohu has officially announced that they are making a crowdfunded Jet Jaguar and Godzilla short. So, they're starting crowdfunding at June twenty-six. Uh, if you go on to... Is it Kickstarter? No, it's like their own website. It, yeah, Fundraiser's started already, right? Fundraiser is started by the time this episode has come out. Yeah. Uh, and it is to release at the Godzilla Festival later this year. November. Uh, and it will feature a newly recreated version of the nineteen seventy three Jet Jaguar suit. How cool is that? Really cool. About, I was reading as well, and they said once this thing gets funded and made, they're going to have like a suit actor there at G Fest in this suit, and they're going to have someone in the Gigan suit that they made last year, and they're going to be able to like give high fives to the kids. How and cool is that? Reenact scenes and stuff. Uh, and if you if you help to crowdfund this short. I believe your name gets put in the credits. Yeah, it does. And you get a Blu-ray. I I tried to sign up for this thing. I was like VPNing in. I was translating the site. I was putting my details. You need a valid Japanese address. Hmm. And I didn't get far enough because I couldn't get past that. So I don't know if you need like a Japanese credit card. Maybe PayPal works. Who knows? Do they have (laughs) PayPal or use it in Japan? There'd probably be a way to try contact somebody with an address or use a random site or something <laughs> if any of you have a japanese address <laughs> let us know <laughs> please we, we it'd be so cool to have um you know your name in the credits of an official godzilla live action short. yeah be pretty awesome uh we also have news pluto tv mm. this is a streaming network mm-hmm. a free streaming service in the states not in new zealand no um, but they have announced that the vast majority, 99% of Godzilla media is going to be available on this platform, which is really cool. Yeah. And I think it went live, the Godzilla channel on Pluto earlier this week. And unfortunately, I don't think it was, I everyone's expectations. Cause they said they were going to have every Heisei movie on there. Right. Mm. But it's like the bad dubbed versions of the Heisei movies. Yeah, and they said they were going to have like the rebirth of Mothra trilogy, and that hasn't shown up there yet. I, I know that both the Hanna Barbara, Hanna Barbara, Hanna Barbara, <laughs> Hanna Barbara, the the Hanna uh <laughs> and and the nineteen ninety eight animated series as well uh, are missing from that as well. Really? So there's still a few things to get on there. Yeah, interesting. And some of the other movies are dubbed Like the 2000 Godzilla Pretty cool stuff though That opens Godzilla up to the wider mainstream audience Which Mm. is always a good thing The Mm -hmm. other big piece of news, Jaisha There are Mm -hmm. When the time this episode drops Six more days Yeah baby Until the new Godzilla movie Mm. is announced Mm -hmm. We talked about how they're doing their little countdown on Twitter Japanese movie Yeah, Yeah 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 This is by Toho Query Suitmation? Maybe. Maybe, we don't know. Uh, But it's going to be its own little thing set maybe before the 54 Godzilla? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, All will be revealed by the time our next episode comes out. We might even do a little reaction to it. Yeah, we'll see how we go. In the meantime. Who knows what happens when this countdown stops? Is there going to be a poster? Is there going to be a title announcement? Is there going to be a trailer? I think they'll do a trailer. That'd be cool, right? It'll be a full-on reveal of g-day gods set in world war one i'm calling it <laughs> you're calling you're calling the title g-day right now yeah using your psychic powers you learned at the psychic institute yeah yeah because how far away are we it's july we got august september october pretty much like four months it's coming close and they still haven't released anything so this is going to be where it all comes together yeah i'm excited i'm really excited to see some more something anything please something at all give me a little bit of what this movie is uh (laughs) let's forget about that for now though yeah yeah we've been gabbing for too long yeah we have what is this on to the main event godzilla versus destroyer micah (laughs) (laughs) destroyer godzilla (laughs) versus destroyer what is this movie about It's a major monster meltdown. A burning Godzilla, on the verge of meltdown, emerges to lay siege to Hong Kong. At the same time, horrifying new organisms are discovered in Japan. These crustacean-like beings are seemingly born of the Oxygen Destroyer, the weapon that killed the original Godzilla back in 1954. Chuck in a Godzilla Jr. that has now been radiated to the point of being just as big as Godzilla. And you're in for the ride. Oh, but don't forget. Godzilla will die. Ba-ba-bum, 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 ba-ba-bum. I just want to point out, Dash, I'm on the box right now. <laughs> yeah, where your whole synopsis was from what happened to old micah writing paragraphs word of (laughs) synopsis synopsis um i'm looking right now you have seen this movie before yeah i'm pretty sure we both have i think i've seen portions of it at least but you have a rating here do i jesha has a jesha has given this a preemptive 4.5 oxygen destroyers is that what we're going with? with that's the original that's what we did for our first episode yeah you're right we're doing it again um which year was that it says you've rated this four times probably once true. in december 2002 which is absolutely not correct <laughs> uh, <laughs> most recently in 2019 which is also not correct no, no. i i think i backlogged things when i first jumped onto letterboxd i was like ah oh, godzilla versus destroyer this was a classic I probably watched this about four times. All this to say, you have good memories of this movie. I uh, yeah, we w- I watched this heaps growing up. I think this movie, Destroyer, and oh, he said it. He said it. Sorry, this movie, Destroyer, is alongside uh, Son of Godzilla, Godzilla against Mega Godzilla, um, and probably Godzilla versus Mega Gears. Those are probably the ones that we had like on repeat yes. at home and yes. I'll just always chuck on or would we'll watch with dinner or yes. Yeah. So I've, I've fond memories of this one. I remember being terrified of this, absolutely terrified of the way destroyer looks. He's freaky. Just that extra mouth coming out. He's just... scary. Yeah. This, this is probably, I feel like this is next to the most body horror that, Godzilla has had so far mm. you're forgetting Bambi meets Godzilla <laughs> uh, it's I feel like it's definitely the most brutal yeah we've had a lot of brutal Godzilla now though like it's just not a it used to be like a whoa there's blood but now it's like oh yeah there's the blood yeah 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 <laughs> uh, but you're right yeah it's pretty brutal it's pretty scary well even uh, like Des- destroyer being almost based off of alien. And Xenomorph? This is it. There's a, there's a scene straight out of Aliens pretty much in this when you got all the army guys running into, like, this complex and yeah, being yeah, yeah. attacked by a barrage of destroyer larvae. Destroyer. Um, but do you have any memories of this? Because you would have seen it as well. Yeah, I remember the, there's a scene in this movie where they see some f- footage of fish being eaten yeah. in the water and they take, like... The FBI, CIA camera that can zoom in 50 times and clear up images. They look at a little red speck and then they clear it up to 4K and then make a 3D model out of it. Uh, And they see there's like these little crustaceans. So good. uh, Microscopic crustaceans. I remember that. (laughs) I remember the general idea of crabs, which isn't really a thing in here. But I also remember the security guard in the aquarium yeah looking around and seeing all the rotten fish piled up around him yeah i don't remember too much else i didn't even know in this movie that godzilla jr had like a proper godzilla form yeah man he's not little anymore uh yeah let's let's get properly into the movie because this is a huge one and i think this is probably out of the heisei era movies the most like uh not really memorable but the most recognizable everyone knows the look of burning godzilla this this film is really a hallmark in the chronology of godzilla and to the point where like it's become so well known that people see destroyer as godzilla's main rival even more so than like king ghidorah has been yeah yeah even though king ghidorah fights him in every single era and Destroyer's only seen him this once. <laughs> He's in one movie, and he becomes, like, the biggest, meanest enemy yeah. Godzilla's ever had. Jason, why do you think that is? Well, it's because Destroyer kill. Sorry. It's because Destroyer kills Godzilla. Does he, though? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I feel like this movie is marketed a bit iffy. Because our main plot yeah. is that Godzilla has become nuclear. Yeah. He's gonna China Syndrome the whole world. Good movie, China guys. Watch China Syndrome. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah, but he's he's a walking he's a walking not quite talking nuclear reactor yeah. that's about to like break down and explode the whole world. It said that actually, if you don't know what China Syndrome is, it's like a kind of fantastical theoretical idea that if a nuclear meltdown happened, there would be nothing to stop. The nuclear waste from tunneling to the center of the earth and through the earth digging all the way to china obviously it wouldn't get that crazy but you that what it means that's why it's called china 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 yeah uh-huh. that's because there's nothing to stop nuclear waste yeah because that's the whole thing about this movie was if godzilla explodes or if he burns or if he melts down the whole earth will be engulfed with flames. It'll be the end of the world. He'll like start the apocalypse pretty much. Yeah, Which is pretty crazy. So right off the bat of the movie, we have burning Godzilla, like pulsating lava inside of him, smoke coming out from everywhere, just walking through cities. This is great. I I love that they start a Godzilla film with one, this unique idea that we haven't seen before. Like, godzilla is more powerful than he's ever been to the point that he's destroying himself yeah which is so cool and it's it already sets a different tone than the other ones because all the rest of these movies have just been hey godzilla's here if he's good or if he's bad it doesn't matter there's somebody else to try and hurt him or kill him yeah and i also like the fact that i mean it's like it's a bit on the nose right But Godzilla initially, and has always been, this metaphor for nuclear weapons. Yes. Hiroshima, right? Just utter nuclear destruction. Yeah. And it's to the point now where it's not even a metaphor. He is a walking nuclear bomb who's about to explode and destroy the whole world with nuclear radiation. Which I will say is so ironic because (laughs) Godzilla is created by man-made nuclear weapons. Yeah. Those nuclear weapons created Godzilla from a dinosaur, which then made him into a nuclear weapon that will wipe out humanity. It's flipped it all on its head. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. And then you've got Destoroyah, who, as you teased before, is the result of the actual oxygen destroyer, the weapon that killed Godzilla in the original movie, coming into contact with some prehistoric crustacean things. So the whole premise of this movie pretty much is literal nuclear weapon versus literal oxygen destroyer. It's 1954, too, baby. <laughs> We're doing this again. It this is, is this is this is Godzilla rides again. Yeah, it's literally the original movie but like on steroids. Like the original movie but it's burning out, baby. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. crazy. Um <laughs> And can I just say as well, this look for Godzilla, so iconic for me because I know you had a figure, you had a toy Mm -hmm. of this burning Godzilla. I did. It was my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I loved the little see-through orange dorsal plates he had. This Godzilla holds a special place in my heart. Oh man, I, I don't even know how they did it, but the Godzilla suit, it is pulsating. They've got some sort of light source. In its, in its chest. And they've got actual smoke blowing out of it. And my mind is blown. I, don't, I just do not understand. I don't understand how this thing is physically real and on my TV screen. My favorite thing about the suit, like you said, is the smoke coming out of it. Mm. Every single Godzilla's and he is... He's basically Hedora at this point. And whenever he's, he's in the water... smoke pollution. Yeah, yeah, it's going everywhere. And whenever he's in the water, there's... This light surrounding him Following him as he walks Mm. It leads up to this culmination of a final battle Between him and Destroyer Who is also emitting smoke Mm -hmm. So we just have this final battle In the haze, in the fog In the mist Mm -hmm. I love it so much Mm -hmm. Uh, But Jason, let's take a step back Okay Yeah, Godzilla's walking through the water You know the big reveal we have at the start of this movie? What? Birth Island bass island the same thing i'm pretty sure yeah we didn't know it was called birth island no because we just had japanese subtitles birth island has been destroyed yeah from godzilla and his meltdown the island with the beach on it in godzilla vs. space godzilla that little was growing up on hmm. running over mines on it's gone and there's actually a big plot point in this movie that uh miki returns Miki's as she has back. for most of these movies yeah uh, she doesn't feel that connection to Little Godzilla anymore. Mm. And she's really, really worried that he died in this little collapse of Birth Island. Yeah. So you've got Miki searching for Little Godzilla. You've got Burning Godzilla burning, walking all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then, third plot point, which is so, so cool, you have Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, but before that, before that, fourth plot point. No, this destroys part of the third plot point. But that whole, that whole thing starts because there is an up-and-coming scientist who has created something called micro-oxygen. And it is alarmingly similar to the oxygen destroyer that Serizawa once created. And so similar, in fact, that the Yamane family get involved with, like, interviewing him and talking to him. And we meet... This new generation of the Yamanes from the original movie, which is just so cool. We have actual characters from the original movie. Emiko from the original movie, same she's actress. Here. She's back. This is wild. She's a returning actor. Yeah. I didn't realize it was her for a good minute. I know. She's old. She looks great. She's watching TV, being like, whoa, can't believe the oxygen destroys back. Her acting is amazing as well. Uh, but her grandson. No, I don't even think it's her grandson. It's very... It's interesting how they went with it, right? because no, they called her grandma. Grandma. I don't think it's right. Because, original movie. You've got Yamane, who is Emiko's father. You've got Emiko, who is engaged to marry Sirazawa, But she breaks that off to be with her other boyfriend, the main guy in the original movie, whose name completely <laughs> escapes me. And they end up together at the end of the movie. Yeah. But then also you have this orphan boy who was on the uh, an no, yeah, island. you're right. Godzilla destroyed that Yamane adopted. And that boy had two kids who are the kids that we follow in this movie. The Yamane kids. One's a reporter now. One's a scientist. But I am very confused about like what happened. I guess Emiko and the main guy from Godzilla 1954 <laughs> didn't end up together because he's not in this. She, she has, we, we see Emiko's house in this movie, and she has multiple portraits of Sirizawa. <laughs> yeah. Which, fair enough, they were close, engaged, engaged to be married. He died in a heroic, selfless act. Yeah. We do not see anything of her partner. Yeah. It must not have ended well. It must not have ended well. <laughs> um, and we don't see anybody else. Any other actors from the original movie? No. Nah. But seeing Emiko is a treat. Yeah, and we see, like, photos of Yamane as well. We see flashbacks to the original movie in black and white. It looks so cool. Um, I'm, I'm just stoked that we have a connection. It, it literally feels like they... It's it's so ingenious. Bringing it full circle, the Heisei era comes to a close, circling back to the original movie, like, playing off the themes of the original movie... Bringing the characters back, bringing the Oxygen Destroyer back. I didn't realize that he was called Destroyer because he was related to the Oxygen Destroyer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Took me too long. Yeah, it's just so, so cool. It's awesome. It's great. Uh, So we have Yukari Yamane and Kenichi Yamane in this movie. Yes. What did you think of these two characters? Uh, They're okay. Yeah. They didn't do much. They didn't have much character in the slightest. Uh, I think this is one of them. <laughs> one of the things that made this movie a little bit less, in my opinion, is that they hype up the Yamane family. Yeah. They barely do anything. No. Uh, Kenichi is a young college student who wrote a whole thesis about the anatomy of Godzilla. Yep. Uh, and that was picked up by the Japanese Defense Force. And they bring him on to help deal with the threat of Godzilla. He joins G-Summit. Great name. Yeah. Uh, And what's his idea? All... I want to say that he does more more than he actually does. But I believe that all he really says is that they should keep Destroyer around to try and kill Godzilla. He comes in. He dumps a whole load of exposition about Godzilla burning... Little Godzilla's probably dead. Destroyer, let's keep him around to fight Godzilla. He's just there. Mm. He's all right. And then I feel like the girl had even less to less to do. She's just like there to report on a couple of the destruction sequences. Yeah. Yukari Yamane. She does have a cool scene with the destroyer lava. Uh, oh, a oh. whole bunch of them. Oh, yeah. And this alien scene, you remember? Yes, when she is in a car with this destroyer larvae and it is trying to get at her and it's like ripping the car apart. Yeah. Tears it into two shreds. Okay, I take it back. That was that was a cool scene. She's she she's alright. <laughs> she's alright now. I wrote that yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes of this movie. All the sequences with the little destroyer larvae when we first see them and she's like reporting on this I think it's like is it in an abandoned building complex? Sure. Or a mine? No. Or an a railway station, maybe, or I don't know. It's some sort of abandoned Keep building. Naming buildings <laughs> <laughs> that all these dis- destroyers are running amok in. Yeah. Uh, and that looks so cool. It's great. It it feels it feels a lot like the the raptor scenes in the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, where the humans are just being hunted. Yeah, this it's so cool. They look amazing too. I uh, this suits. I don't know. Their suits, some, there's something about them. They look, They. Em, I think they emulate very well, like, that crustacean kind of texture. That crustacean texture. You know, when you think yeah, of I a crustacean or a crab. Very carapace-y. Yeah, they emulate carapace very well. But there's, they're also creatively shown when they are originally are, like, stalking the police or the army soldiers or whoever they're stalking in the movie. Yeah. You see just their legs move initially. Or you see a tail across the banisters. Yeah. Or you see just little, like, shapes and you hear noises. It's really cool. And then when they do jump into action, the camera works awesome. It's, we're, like, seeing it from the perspective of their legs. We're, like, on their legs as they're moving towards their victims. I really like this because we haven't seen... Throughout the whole Godzilla series, much use of smaller monsters, like yeah. human-sized monsters. Across this journey, we've had, like, humanoid aliens. Mm. Uh, the closest we could get are probably the Batmen from Latitude Zero. Which aren't even Godzilla. Maybe the Mega Nulon? Yeah. The Mega Nulon would probably be the closest thing. That just looks alien. Uh, in the first Rodan movie. Yeah. Yeah. But... It gives this movie so much room to work with when you have uh, both human-sized monsters. Yeah. When you have the larvae, the larvae, you have like Godzilla-sized larvae who like climb all over him, which is called the like. No, those are still larvae. Oh, okay. Bigger larvae. Then you have aggregate, which is bigger larvae with two spider legs. Aggregate form, yeah. Yeah. Then you have a flying form as well. Yeah. Called the flying form. And then you have the final Destroyer form, which also flies as well. Perfect form. Perfect form. Destroyer. This is probably my favorite thing about Destroyer, is that... Destroyer. (laughs) Destroyer. Is that (laughs) he just has so much creative potential for different scenarios and different abilities that he can do. Uh, Even the fact... Like, there's this one scene near the end of the movie where spikes protrude from his chest and he just falls onto little godzilla <laughs> yeah yeah it just stabs him just stabs him Then he grabs little godzilla and just flies away with him it's really clever as well because i know with a lot of the movies we've seen so far they have the central like monster conflict like godzilla versus x right But then they also have to add in some conflict to do with the humans so it's like humans versus Hitman. or humans versus the japanese mafia, japanese mafia or yeah. humans versus random rogue soldiers but in this it's literally humans versus destroyer godzilla versus yeah. destroyer everyone versing different forms of destroyer on all levels everybody's facing the same threat yeah which is really cool and then godzilla himself is a threat as well he is, he is the the threat in the end yeah it's very clever this is a very clever movie very clever yeah very cleverly created and produced and i don't know I'm, I'm i'm just kind of blown away with how perfect of a story this was mm. and how well they told it and even the final fight like have any idea that godzilla's gonna go nuclear he's mm. gonna destroy the world if he stays alive if he dies Destroyer's is gonna be alive also terrible yeah how the heck Do you juggle these two giant threats at the same time while making sure that Tokyo doesn't get destroyed at the end of the day and Earth survives? Spoiler alert, Tokyo gets nuked like anything. Tokyo is now a dead city. It is punishment for playing with nuclear power. This is Professor Fukuzawa. Yeah. He creates the micro oxygen in this movie. Mm -hmm. I love that quote, man. Tokyo is now a dead city. Humans have toyed around with nuclear uh, powers, and at the end, they can't have their cake and eat it too. They've made too many Super X's. <laughs> they, how many, they've made three Super X's. They've made one Mecha Godzilla, plus Gerudo. Garuga? Garuda? Garuda. Garuda. Plus Mogira. <laughs> yes, plus Mika King Ghidorah. Plus Mecha. I guess that's humans from the future. Still counts. <laughs> still counts. That's at least seven different mechs. <laughs> yeah, we have we have Super, Super X3 in this, everyone. This is amazing. Michael, what do you think of Super <laughs> X3? I, 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 Huge movie moment. I love the progression here. Throughout the series, we had Super X, yeah. which is this hovercraft. Real sci-fi. Super high sci-fi technology. Yeah. Crazy idea. Yeah. 1984? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get to Super X2, which is still super crazy. They have this giant fire mirror to reflect beams yeah. back at it. They go to Super Godzilla, a giant mech robot. Yeah. They push it forward with Mogira. Yes. An even better mech robot. Yeah. And then what do we get from there? We have 1995. a fighter jet. We have a fighter jet. A fighter jet. <laughs> we have an airplane. <laughs> we have a fancy looking airplane that has freezing a freezing beam um a, a freezing mesa laser on it i just love how the defense force in this is like we've already created amazing things yeah we have to dial it back a bit we've got them too good at this <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um is there another there's another character that you haven't mentioned eh? another yeah so we have miki in this movie yeah miki and her psychic sidekick mihi segusa and she's looking for godzilla jr this whole movie yeah but we also have miru ozawa who is like you said another psychic she's another girl who's been brought up in the psychic institute that she started yeah i think so and she's working for g-force now she's working for g-force now and and she's gonna get the job done Mickey's not out there looking for little godzilla Mickey doesn't want to lead little godzilla into danger she, girl, she could do it by herself yeah this girl this she's going and doing it she don't need any help i wish we saw more of her in this yeah because <laughs> you see scenes of her and miki and they play off of each other and riff off of each other quite a lot mm. it's cool to see yeah it was good uh though i guess the last big thing that we haven't really talked about is little godzilla who is now called Godzilla Junior perfect godzilla he's the perfect godzilla did you just say that that's what they say in the movie do they they say he's the perfect godzilla let's call him godzilla jr (laughs) yeah yeah they do don't they yeah he's just this sleeker skinnier smaller godzilla who is green let's pick some adjectives to to talk about godzilla jr i want to say rat-like He's very ratty. <laughs> is that an adjective? Yeah, ratty. Saying a noun and then hyphen like is that an adjective? Ratty. He's very uh, rat. You, ratty. You, you pick a word. Um, he's very feline. Yeah, nice. Uh, he's very runty. He is very s- sleek. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I feel like we've chosen all the words that we need to describe him. He's right got there, a, he's got like a small head. Uh. He is not as thick, no, with a double C as oh, Godzilla is. Oh, oh. oh, did you see Godzilla's legs in this, this movie? This boy does not have those thighs. Godzilla has those thighs. <laughs> did you see them? His kneecaps are gonna collapse under his weight. Did you? Oh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like the burn the nuke in Godzilla. Forget about that. The force, the real threat. the impact yeah. he's gonna make if his leg, if his knees buckle under him. With those Uh, thighs. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, little little Godzilla's now Godzilla Jr. He's missing during the start of this. Then Miki finds him and then G-Force decide to lead him to Destroyer to lure Godzilla to fight Destroyer. Yeah, they find out that Godzilla's following in Godzilla Jr.'s footsteps. And if they bring Godzilla Jr. to Destroyer and use him as bait, Mm -hmm. which Miki doesn't want to do. A lot of people don't want to do, but our main Yamane man wants to do, yeah, because he wants to get the job done. It's a very sad moment. God, Godzilla junior gets owned. He, yeah, he fights back a little bit. He's got like his proper atomic breath now. Like well, he, he does better than Manila. He's doing well. <laughs> he is officially a a radiated dinosaur, just like Godzilla was. Yeah, and he he has like a he has a decent fight with Destroyer. But then he gets picked up and just dropped from immense heights and just exp- this is the biggest explosion i've ever seen as yeah. he just goes still which is sad and this... you have Miki like standing in front of this lifeless godzilla jr yeah M- Miki and her are in a helicopter for a lot of the scene mm-hmm. they get out they run to him i want to i want to call it out here this is the only godzilla movie where i've teared up whoa Miki was crying over godzilla jr and I was right there with her. My eyes started welling up. Hey. Yeah. It's emotional. This is what happens when you have continuity. That's good. Um, I love Miki. Miki, you so... You said something about Godzilla Jr. Yeah. As well, when we were watching this. Yeah. That I think is important to say. Yes. I can't remember what it was. What did I say about Godzilla Jr.? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. You said... Cause we've seen all three Godzilla Juniors now. Yeah. Little Godzilla, Baby Godzilla, Godzilla Jr. Baby Godzilla, Little Godzilla, Godzilla Jr., yes. You th- Oh yeah. Yeah. I-, I might be crazy. But for some reason it doesn't sit right with me that Baby Godzilla, who is this already Godzilla like small dinosaur. Baby is his first appearance. Yeah, in Mickey Godzilla 2, then turns into Little Godzilla, who is this pudgy chibi looking chibi like <laughs> straight out plastic, of glassy band godsy manila clone and then it turns back to being like this sleek godzilla like design yeah i don't know i reckon they should have started with a real small little godzilla yeah have him hatch out of the egg, looking real cute yeah and then he turns into baby godzilla but bigger size and then he turns into godzilla jr i think you could even have baby godzilla Looking like little Godzilla. Yes, this is so hard to think about. Yeah, have him like a Mandalorian baby Yoda Grogu type character. That small. That small. Maybe a little bigger. Wow. I say you could even keep him as the original baby Godzilla size for the next movie. Wow. And then he gets nuked and yes. turns huge. Hey, I actually like that. That's real good. So. <laughs> Let me get this Look, straight. Because no, you forget that little Godzilla from Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Yeah. Doesn't have any radiation with him. He's supposed to be a normal dinosaur, right? Well, yeah, well, he's been hanging around Godzilla. And Rodan, I guess. And he's been on that radioactive island. He's he, he's yeah. Which he's is allowed, allowed to him be cute. bigger than usual. But, yeah, no, that, I don't know. That's always seemed weird to me, the way that his look progresses. We should mention as well, Destroyer looks awesome. He's big, crustacean-like. He's like from some sort of prehistoric crab. But he's got huge wings, claws, the spiky tail. He's got like a unicorn horn. He's a demon bat. He's a demon crab bat. Have you seen... (laughs) It's going to be a deep cut. Have you seen Demon Cop? Mike, you know I've seen Demon Cop. And you know, probably only ten other people on the face of the planet have watched the hit movie Demon Cop, <laughs> the trashiest film of all time. Um, I just looked up a picture. I'm gonna need to cut this out. No one's gonna know what. Cut Demon this out. Cop Forget is. about this. Forget about this. I say I was about to say that he looks like Demon Cop. I googled Demon Cop. He looks nothing like Demon Cop. <laughs> I've made Demon Cop really cool in my mind for no reason whatsoever. Demon Cop. Great movie. Great movie. He looks like a demon bat. I love how he looks. Yeah, he looks really, really cool. This whole movie just has this kind of metal look to it. You know, like metal. Like metal. Like just crazy. Everything's on fire. Everything's exploding. The scenes when Burning Godzilla is just walking in the city at night, complete blackness behind him as smoke's just billowing into the sky. He hasn't looked better. No. Just the visuals throughout this whole movie, the dark tone throughout the whole thing, I really liked. I really liked it. As well, this this is like the most dangerous he's ever been. Yeah. I love that they made Godzilla a threat once again. And he doesn't even have to destroy buildings. Yeah. He just walks around and he's immediately (laughs) the most dangerous point he's ever been. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, it's... (laughs) huge alien vibes throughout even with the destroyer larvae is having the exact same mouth as the xenomorphs do and mate little tiny mouth that bites into (laughs) godzilla junior's chest yeah oh the amount of blood that splurts out of godzilla's chest so bad for him Godzilla junior's chest the amount of green blood that just splurts from destroyer later on in the movie there's a lot um but this whole thing made me i I do wish they just leaned a little bit more into those horror tones uh, if there was a movie to, to do that and this would be it there were scenes that were great but they could have reached greatness and it made me there like were scenes <laughs> that were great but they could have reached greatness they could have reached a ne- another level of greatness An upper echelon yeah they greatness. could have leveled up but maybe it's just me watching a lot of like john woo films recently and being like hey i saw little bits that could turn into that you know john woo hard-boiled mission impossible 2 <laughs> Imagine, like, full-on action. I've seen Mission Impossible too. Blood, John Woo, Godzilla, Destroyer movie. Crazy. I will say. Yes. I love that they kept the theme of having some enemies be so much bigger than Godzilla. Started with Biollante. Yeah. Now we're here. Uh, The final fight Mm -hmm. between Godzilla and Destroyer is so epic. This is this might be my favorite fight i think this is so many people's favorite fight across all of godzilla because godzilla's like the little guy here yeah he's getting picked up and thrown around yeah godzilla Junior has been killed yeah Uh, and then godzilla's out here and he's he's just using his claws to slash away at destroyer yeah their beams are crazy and this this the movie goes in such a crazy direction where Godzilla starts melting down and like destroying himself halfway through the battle with Destroyer. How about when he sends like a beam towards Destroyer and just shatters half of Destroyer's face? It's it just so explodes. <laughs> Let's just say Godzilla's health progressively decl- declines through this fight. Yeah, like every Heisei movie we've had beams versus beams. How can we put it to the next level, That the, the next upper echelon of greatness, guys? Let's make him progressively melt and both of them progressively blow up and lose pieces of their body as the lasers hit each other and this is so good because from the human human's perspective uh i think it's on the x the super x3 they have like a, a temperature gauge of godzilla's body heat yeah i think it's such a smart decision in this movie we know that like his cutoff is once he reaches 1200 celsius yeah That's when things are going to go nasty and we can't go back from that. Uh, And so we see it slowly creeping up towards that number. And Godzilla's dorsal plates are just melting. Yep. He's like cracking his body. Like there's ashen parts all over him. Lava seeping out. Lava seeping out. Uh, And it culminates in in this final moment where Godzilla has destroyed Destroyer. Mm -hmm. And then they've got these freezing Mesa cannons out. Who are trying to cool him down. They know that he's going nuclear. They can't stop that. They just has they have to damage control at this point. Yeah. This is this scene, Jaisha. This scene where Godzilla is blowing up. He's on fire. The whole screen is white. Yeah. We flash to the humans who are seeing nothing but white. And then we see Godzilla's flesh start to melt off. Yeah. And we see Godzilla's skeleton yeah. roaring yeah. in the middle of the fire. Yeah, This is so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. The whole battle's great. I love as well how Destoroyah, like changes forms multiple times. There's one point when he even goes back to those little larvae forms and they all climb on top of Godzilla. Mm. Then he's back to his perfect form and then he's flying and then he's just gone. Just dissolves to nothing when Godzilla explodes. Even forgetting the fact that this is A Godzilla movie. I think this is one of the coolest fights and coolest battles in all of cinema, even. Coolest death scenes. Coolest death for any character ever. Are we saying that? Dude, it's the most metal death for sure. (laughs) Yeah. He takes it in stride. Yeah. There is a... I think we mentioned it on the Discord months and months ago, but there is a proper figure you can get of... The half skeleton godzilla being melted away it's oh, so cool i'm gonna hunt this down because it is <sighs> yeah it's so cool um I- i'll go through a-, a couple more of my notes here before we wrap things up did you catch those destroyer larvae's that were completely cgi in like the one scene yeah like, in, like five seconds yeah i did <laughs> it's real weird to see cgi monsters Godz- The godzilla monster in complete cg random they're doing stuff they're, they're trying out cgi here it's 1995 and it looks as good as anything in the flash so you know, the, the like the tv show or the, the new movie both <laughs> both <laughs> uh, there, there's the scene as well where uh they're freezing godzilla halfway through the movie this is before his battle with destroyer and they like they use some of that terminator morphing technology mm. to morph him into a frozen version of himself yeah yeah. When Miki at the end says, my mission is finally ended, and Godzilla dies, and she's just looking real sad. This is after Godzilla Jr. has died, eh? Yeah, both Godzillas are dead. I, 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 That's when I started tearing up a little bit, because I'm like, Miki's been through so much, and has been so connected to Godzilla, and little Godzilla. Because she's been the one person consistently who has tried to keep him alive Tried to keep not only godzilla jr alive yeah but has almost understood godzilla more more so than anybody else yeah we flash back to those moments in mechagodzilla 2 where she's like feeling so guilty for using her psychic abilities to try and defeat him yeah she's had such a cool story arc through these movies yeah i loved having some continuity it added some much needed like stakes and I, I don't know. It just added something to the franchise that was missing from a lot of the other ones. Um. Lastly, something that really stuck out to me that I loved was they reused a whole lot of the score from the original movie, or there was a lot of Akira Ifakube's score in this, yes. and it was used very emotionally. Yeah. when they were talking about like the oxygen destroyers and it was flashing back to the scenes from the original or when godzilla's just burning it's it's such a, a again it's it just you can't watch it and not think about the original movie and you can't watch it and not feel a little bit of emotion mm-hmm. while on up inside of you which i loved yeah this movie tries to have a lot of those same beats that the 54 movie did and after the credits roll or while the credits are rolling they have this little montage of all of the of all of these shots of Heisei Godzilla throughout the journey. But then as well as that, they have shots from the 54 movie. Yeah. And it's just this real solid picture of the journey that we've had across these movies and the whole life cycle of this Godzilla. It's really cool to see. It's really cool to see. And on the topic of music, there's one moment where... This is like when they thought Destroyer has died and then Godzilla goes over to Godzilla Jr.'s body and then Destroyer, like, Rises from the flames. Yeah. And there's this, I don't know what it was. Feels this music in the background. That Certain cue. Something well up inside of me. <laughs> Spider-Man twenty ninety nine was gonna come out and, and attack me. That that destroyer shot when he's in his perfect form, and the like, the smoke and haze is going away from him, and you just see him standing there against yeah. the darkness. Yeah. Oh man, oh man. Uh, and we should mention just lastly, Godzilla Junior survives. Last shot is the smoke fading and the aftermath of Godzilla dying and exploding and leaving Tokyo as a dead city. And then we see a Godzilla still standing, who it looks like he's bigger. And and we see a Godzilla still standing. And I can only assume it's Godzilla Jr. He is bigger and thicker now. It's a little Im- ambiguous. Yeah. Either Godzilla has risen from the ashes, just like Rodan. Yeah. Uh, or Godzilla Jr. has risen from the dead. Because mm. Godzilla does this weird thing where he like breathes. Atomic energy into his mouth. Yeah, good old into, yeah. Godzilla CPR. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not too sure, but I, I love, I love the thought of it being like Godzilla's. Maybe some of the energy from that nuclear blast jump-started Junior's heart and gave him more radiation. Yeah, to turn him into the new Godzilla. It's, I like that idea. Good, I like that idea. Um, and we've we've mentioned it in a previous episode. Yeah, the. Godzilla vs. Gigan Rex. Yes. Uh, Short. Animated short film. Animated short. I think is now official. It's like six minutes long. It's not super long at all. Yeah. But it's on the Toho YouTube channel and it's been fully endorsed by Toho. Yeah. Uh, We mentioned it in a previous episode. But this opens with a mirrored version of the final shot of this movie. With Miki speaking over it. With a meeky voiceover, yeah, and a Godzilla in the haze roaring around, and it looks exactly like that final shot in this movie, yeah. So, S- so the insinuation, Jaisha. yeah, is that we have baby Godzilla, little Godzilla, Godzilla Junior, who then grows up after death, is reborn through Godzilla's nuclear blast, yeah, and becomes the Godzilla that we see in this Gigan Rex short. Yeah. It is pretty cool. It's a cool little addition. Who looks a lot like the Snow Gods variant from that one movie that we didn't cover on Patreon because people wanted to watch Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School. <laughs> okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's <laughs> well I've got some trivia here. Let's okay, get into okay. trivia. Um, This movie was marketed, as we all know, as the kind of grand finale of the Godzilla Heisei series. Yes. it's the They're going to go out big with this movie. Godzilla dies, right? Yeah. Uh, but even though they marketed it that way, Toho didn't give much money or time for the production of the film. Are you serious? The special effects director, yeah, only had six weeks to create all the different scale miniatures and buildings. And the whole post-production on the whole movie was only three weeks long to assemble everything and oh put my it together. Oh gosh, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, so, there are some shots that were edited into the film in spite of them being finished. So, there's a Hong Kong attack at the very start of this movie when Godzilla, burning Godzilla, is going through Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, there's footage of panicking people that has been inserted throughout that shot. And there's, you can see, apparently, just unconcerned people. And normal people just like in the <laughs> foreground when Godzilla's rampaging in the background. This has happened This is multiple times before. They're used to it by now. And I am just probably reading this now. I did This didn't even click before, but there is a brief shot where Bandai figures of Destroyer are used in the movie. Wait. Bandai? Wait a second. Is he telling me that Before this movie came out... Yes. There were Bandai figures made to market this movie. Potentially. And before this movie was released, Toho said, Hey, let's steal some of those figures (laughs) and pop them in here. What would they use them for? I don't know. Like stand-ins and shots? I'm wondering, were those the CG, the Destroyer things that I thought were CG? Were they just like plastic, badly animated Bandai figures? because in that same shot... You have these really badly green screen comped. Yeah. Destroy larvae. Maybe those, maybe the larvae were the figures. Yeah, regardless. It just blows my mind that they like had to. They were so crunched for time. They had three weeks to put this whole thing together. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, this movie as well was the final film that absolute legend Akira Ifukube did a score for. So he's composed so many of these movies. We've listened to his music so much on Godzilla throughout this whole journey, uh, and he officially retired following this film's release, and then he sadly passed away in two thousand and six. So this was his last movie he he composed the score for, and I again I just loved, loved 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 the music that he made for this movie. Yeah, props to him he he chose the perfect movie to go out on a blast. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I, and I should mention as well, this was like uh, this was a big end for a lot of people involved with the Godzilla franchise because producer and creator of Godzilla, Tomoyuki Tanaka, who again created Godzilla, mm. came up with the idea, produced pretty much all these movies. I'm pretty sure this was the last film that he was credited on. So he's he's known as the oh, wow. the founding father of the Godzilla series, even though we had like Ishiro Honda and Jun Fukuda directing movies back in the day even though we had Eiji to doing the special effects this guy was always behind the scenes coming up with stories and producing the series and keeping keeping it so alive in the franchise ongoing yeah, yeah this is the last one he was credited on and going forward uh there is a new producer i think his named shogo tomiyama who took up his role as a successor for the godzilla millennium series coming wow. up so, yeah, no more Yuki Tanaka, no more Akira Ifukube, no more Heisei era until the 2000s or the late 90s. That's going to be so interesting seeing like the baton of Godzilla being passed to a fully new generation. With, I want to say, next to no connections it sounds like to the previous era. Yeah. I do think we have a couple of directors coming back, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I should mention as well that this was directed by, <laughs> I didn't even say this, Takeo Okawara. Who um, also directed Godzilla 2000 Millennium and Godzilla versus Mothra? Yeah, yeah. And Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two. Yeah, there you go. He directed Godzilla versus Mothra, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two, Orochi the Eight-headed Dragon, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, this movie, and then he returns. He's the one who returns for the Sheesh. first Millennium film. So you know we we do have he's he's returning for the Millennium Good series stuff. at least. Um, but that's all I have. Should we? Let's just have some final thoughts. Let's see how many oxygen destroyers we give this bad boy. Yeah, this is a tough one for me, Jasha. This is my favorite Godzilla movie. Uh, Whoa. Like, Godzilla in this movie is, is the best he's ever been for me. <laughs> I love it. All the battle scenes are so good the plot they've made surrounding him is so compelling yeah uh, even knowing that he's gonna die it kept me on the edge of the seat till the end the thing that leads this down for me is the human side of the story where it's so cool having these these connections to these old characters like you said the Yamane family brought back again mm-hmm. but they don't really do much yeah I know um, but at the same time you have like these really cool connections with little Godzilla Godzilla Jr. in the movie and Miki there are so many compelling pieces to this movie. Like, I feel like this would be a five out of five, but it's just let down a little bit by the human <laughs> side of things. I know. Uh, and maybe the fighter jet of the Super X3. The Super X3 was a big letdown for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> uh, give, give me Godzilla 2.0. Imagine if Moguera, Godzilla 2.0. <laughs> imagine Mechagodzilla... Mogeera 2.0. Imagine Godzilla and Mogira flying in at the last scene of the movie. I love how they mentioned that they like spent all of next year's budget on, on the, the Super <laughs> X3. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, all that to say, if if the human side of the story were better, this would be an easy five out of five for me. I'm going to give it 4.5 Oxygen Destroyers. But that being said, I think this is by far the best Heisei Godzilla movie. Whoa. Is, is that a devi- divisive thing to say? No, I. You know what? I am with you on all of that. Uh, this movie looks amazing. Godzilla looks incredible. Godzilla Jr. looks so good. Destroyer is... Pff, I was just going to say it. Maybe like the best designed Godzilla villain. Ooh. I love the way this guy looks and how he's used and the effect that all his forms are used to in this movie. Uh, Everything in this is so heartfelt. Uh, And it's so, so like emotional at the end and the way that mm. they bring up and swell up feelings um for miki and for godzilla and um for the original movie and the fact that they did all of that was such a time crunch as well yeah i think it goes to show just how just how much this movie's and the whole heise era meant to the people creating it yeah it is a perfect love letter to like send off this character um i yeah again just the whole the whole like the whole thing that they made godzilla this nuke at the end and brought back a, a, the oxygen destroyer in the form of a monster uh it's just the perfect most creative like conclusion to this whole saga uh, so many of the movies that we've watched the plots have kind of been hey godzilla and this monster and this other thing going on with the government whereas this is this is really cool like some of the stuff that happened in the original movie have caused things to happen in this one. Mm. Characters have like baggage and have been affected by things. And there's this real sense of terror as well. Like we probably haven't gotten a lot of these other Heisei movies. In the original, 1954, it's so scary. And all the humans in that movie are just like, hey, it's the end of the world. There's no way we're going to survive this. It's so dreadful, so depressing almost. And you get to the end of this movie when they're just like, whoa. this this is one of the only other movies where godzilla is seen as this like impending almost inevitable doom yeah the world's gonna end we're having to sacrifice godzilla jr who he's dead now (laughs) godzilla's gonna melt down uh yeah i i love so much of this movie and then we get to the like random shoehorned in human people (laughs) <laughs> it's sad to say that they're shoehorned in as well i really wish that because it's a cool idea they j- they even just needed those scenes with emiko from the original movie like her being like well like watching the tv like realizing that the, the oxygen destroys back in some capacity they they just needed that they didn't really need the other yamane connection if they weren't going to do anything with it uh they could have really like pulled on the heartstrings with that and made that an emotional center point for the movie but they chose not to for some reason I love Miki. I wish that this focused on her. Imagine if this was like a Miki story. Imagine if she was the protagonist in the end. Why uh. is she still a side character in this final movie? If they had made it focusing on her and maybe she needs to go and meet with Emiko. Yeah. And maybe she needs to bring this whole thing together. Uh, that would have been great. So yeah, I've got some gripes with the with the characters. um, But I'm going to give this one four oxygen destroyers. And half a vial of micro-oxygen. Oh, yeah. You I know? Like like 4.5 four, four out of 5 for Godzilla vs. Destoroyah. You, you mentioned how they shoehorn in some characters. How did you feel about Yamato Takaru <laughs> showing up in your Godzilla movie? The, actor, <laughs> the actor for Orochi the Age of Dragon and our main... The actor of the protagonist in Mechagodzilla 2. Pteranodon fan? Pteranodon fan. Showing up again, piloting the X3 different character acting like nothing's happened i liked him he was real serious in this mm. the was only in for like a day of shooting just on this super x3 cockpit and yeah he, yeah, he did well he was more memorable than the yamani college kid. exactly exactly well the end of godzilla's heisei era this is big Whew. we will do a wrap-up guys on like um the whole heisei era as a whole when we finish the heisei era because we've still got some Movie's coming up that still fall in the era itself. Um, so I'm looking forward to breaking that down, going through the highs, the lows, our favorite bits and pieces. Um, but some of you sent in your thoughts on Godzilla versus Destroyer, so let's get to those. First up, we got one here from Liam. And Liam says say has had its ups and downs, but receives the greatest conclusion you could ask for. Everything comes full circle when Godzilla triumphs over the living incarnation of the only weapon to have killed him while the military aids him and lands the final blow. It has a great plot, and Emiko's return to repeat Serizawa's message is greatly appreciated. Finally, Junior becoming a new Godzilla shows that the king of the monsters is never gone. An incredible finale, 4.44 out of (laughs) 5. I like that. It's... It's rounded to a decimal point, but it's a recurring. Maybe? I like it. I like it. Next up, we have one from David from the Discord. This is a special movie and it shows. It's not flawless. There's one or two scenes where the special effects don't hold up, but otherwise it's masterful. It's intense, both exciting and heartbreaking at the same time, and with an enemy like nothing we've ever seen before or since. That moment where Godzilla marches towards the looming destroyer as the Ifukube theme plays following Junior's murder, headed for his final battle, it gives me chills every time. A lot of chills in this movie. Yeah, I, it's a really exciting movie that never lets up, especially when you get, like, an hour into it. like It's kind of like Space Godzilla in that way, that the whole end is just, like, one huge sequence. Huge nonstop. fight that just keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. Yeah, next time we got a letterbox review here from good friend of the show, Brandon Ulrich. And he says, I have been turned out. Godzilla was going through it in this one. When I saw the first Super X3 sequence, I felt like I was 12 and playing Metal Gear Solid for the first time again. I wouldn't say that the Death design is one of my favorites, but it is menacing and its progression is so well done. Reminded me of Frieza in Dragon Ball Z in a way. Godzilla looks A++++ throughout this. Junior's design is perfect as well, and its echoes of the 1954 original monster are both a beautiful callback and emotionally affecting. Burning Godzilla rampaging through neon-lit Hong Kong at night is one of my favorite sequences of both eras that I've seen so far. And Brandon gives it a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah. those Those night sequences. The way that Hong Kong looks, the way that Godzilla looks, is he's just emitting all the smoke and light. I love it too. So good. And lastly, we have a letterbox review from Morshu. Uh, Explosions, callbacks to the original Godzilla film, an epic enemy, two Godzillas, and a simp for Miki. This movie has every... Is he talking about himself? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This movie has everything. This movie doesn't shy away from making you more emotionally unstable than after watching Toy Story 3. The characters are well drawn out considering this was supposed to be the final Godzilla film, as well as the fight scenes between the monsters. Also, shout out to the opening scenes of the movie in Hong Kong, where the footage of people aren't reacting to Godzilla rampaging and are just going about their day. 4.5 out of 5. A lot of 4. 4.5-ish. Point... Or 4.44s. We're very... Yeah, it seems like everyone like loves this film, but does admit that there are a few shortcomings. I'm curious as well. If I go into Letterboxed, what is the average rating for this movie? True, three point seven, huh? Nearly four out of five. Wow. Most of them are around that four mark though, which is good yeah. to see. Yeah, uh, I completely forgot. We're, we're we're slacking nowadays. Poster review. Poster review. Look at this poster. I haven't God seen Zilla this poster. Oh, oh my gosh! You have. Destroyer that looks crazier than anything he looks like in the movie. He looks like a proper xenomorph there. He's smooth-skinned. <laughs> Blood dripping from his mouth. Uh, huge tail. And you've got Junior over him and then Godzilla at the top. I love how Junior is at the heart of Godzilla. Just like Junior is at the heart of this movie. <laughs> I, that's a design I'd get on a hoodie. like Just like that. Instant buy. This is probably my favourite era hey, poster the, oh, i just love i mean my favorite color is red and i just love the use of red and orange on this poster why is your favorite color red jaysha <laughs> i don't know is it because of mario it's because of spider-man you know it's gonna sound <laughs> very messed up is it's, it it's because it's blood isn't it's it it's because it's the color of blood and when i was a kid <laughs> go on please finish hey, this I, I grew up with movies like godzilla and i loved that kind of like how, how old of a kid are we talking because <laughs> i'm picturing a five-year-old jayson no like i used to draw a lot of dinosaurs like I, I used to i used to be a big doodler i used to like dr- big make, dino head big dino head i used to write books and make like comics that i would pass around my class i used to write like Dinosaur comics, and I just used to every scene with like a T Rex in it. For he'd just be bleeding from his mouth, have have blood dripping from his mouth, and blood dripping from his claws. And I was like, "Yo, I love the like look of blood. It makes things menacing and scary, and like I don't know. I'm glad this poster. And then (laughs) reminded you of those feelings. And then I'm to the point now when I've got I'm currently wearing Friday the Thirteenth socks, drinking out of my Friday the Thirteenth mug. (laughs) It's a bit of a correlation there. if you you're obsessed close. with horror movies <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're gonna wrap this bad boy up we gotta set off an oxygen destroyer yeah, we've got places to be we've got places to go uh we have a very exciting couple months coming up ahead of us guys we are not done the Heisei era yet because we've got a little trilogy of films about mothra <gasps> Mosura Mosura I'm very excited to watch the rebirth of Mothra trilogy and we are going to have a different guest on to cover each of the three movies. We won't we won't we won't tell you who who we're going to have for each of those yet. Keep an eye on our socials to see the lineup. Uh Podzilla Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. But our first guest, we, we will let you know, it is Ron Jimenez himself from The Real Latinos. Ooh, you may have heard him on this podcast from our uh, special bonus, ep- the Pacific Rim episode that we did. Yeah. Uh, with both Ron and Ismail. Yeah. So Ron is back to probably cover like a Godzilla or I guess Godzilla adjacent film. <laughs> This is more adjacent than most of the other adjacent (laughs) movies we've done, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but Ron's on in two weeks' time. Um, The little synopsis for Rebirth of Mothra goes War in order to protect. A new Mothra takes to the air and battles against Desigadora to save all of humanity. You said Desigadora? Yeah. Is it not Desigadora? It is (laughs) Desigadora. I've seen this unit in Battleline. <laughs> <laughs> I've never known how to say his name. So it's going to be destroyer, destroyer, uh, destroyer, destroyer, destroyer. <laughs> who knows, man? Do we? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still calling him destroyer. That's who he is. Destroyer, officially. Podzilla endorses destroyer. No, no. Half of Podzilla. <laughs> Illa may endorse destroyer, but Pods endorses destroyer (laughs) anyway we'll see you guys uh, and we'll be with Ron in two weeks time see you then that's been Podzilla with your hosts Jaysha and Micah Drake Follow along on our socials at PodzillaPod and jump to our Discord via the link in the show notes. Huge thank you to Cassie Celine who did our podcast start and to Gora9898 who did our episode thumbnail. Let's go. And just to disclaimer that any musical sound effects used in this episode belong entirely to the Toho Company. See you guys next episode.